While I normally record my homilies at Mass, this week all I had was the Spanish Masses, so I'm just re-recording the English translation by myself now. So this is for the 24th week in Ordinary Time. What do you do when you feel desperate? When you feel like no one understands? When you feel anxious or nervous about the future? Maybe you've been hurt physically or emotionally by someone. Do you ever want revenge? We often cry, this person insulted me, that person stole from me, this person cheated on, or my spouse cheated on me with this person. This person's from another country, that person's in a different group or a different gang, or whatever the reason is, big or small, many people harbor anger towards others. Usually anger leads to feelings or actions of revenge. Our first reading reminds us today that vengeance belongs to the Lord, and those who take vengeance into their own hands will suffer the Lord's vengeance. In contrast, during the Our Father, we say, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. The world teaches an eye for an eye, but Jesus taught us that that would make the world blind. Jesus taught us to forgive the sins of our brothers and sisters, especially when they wrong us. Jesus says that we must forgive an extreme amount of times, far more than you think is just, far more than you would naturally want to. We don't always turn the other cheek. Sometimes we want revenge and are willing to do anything to get it. So today I would like to talk about some things that people turn to when they are scared. A few weeks ago, a young man came into the parish office and asked for a house blessing. He also told me that he wanted me to bless some statues and take them with me uh, because they were making odd noises. When I, around, I found, when I arrived, I found an altar with many statues of various sizes dedicated to Santa Muerte. Listen to me very clearly. Santa Muerte is not a Catholic devotion. There are many elements from Catholicism that have been taken and are used by Santa Muerte, but it is not Catholic. It is an evil practice that tries to honor death. Death is not a person, but a doorway. We speak of death in the Catholic funeral as a change in life, not its end. Death has no power on its own. So when we ask for the help of Santa Muerte, we are ask, actually asking for the help of demons. When you pray or consecrate yourself to Santa Muerte or anything outside the church, you are praying to demons. Occasionally I will glimpse or catch a glimpse of someone wearing a Santa Muerte necklace at Mass or other jewelry. What we put on our body matters. That is why one of the elements of baptism is being clothed in a white garment to represent our new Christian dignity. I feel it is my duty to tell you how dangerous practices like Santa Muerte are. San, uh, Santeria is also not allowed by the church. It takes elements from Catholic worship and changes them into something that honors devils and demons. Practicing Santeria and using Santa Muerte open you up to become possessed, possibly. Maybe you just want power in the world and join an organization like the Masons. A Catholic man or woman may not be in a secret society that is against the church. Catholics cannot be Masons. The Masonic Lodge works directly against the Catholic Church and has since its inception. 
The church wants you to be fully in control of your own freedom, so that you may listen to your conscience and follow the Lord. When you give your will over to Santa Muerte, Santeria, or any secret society, you open yourself up to danger, and may be used in direct opposition to the church without even knowing it. You may ask yourself, why can't I use some of these? Why not? The church wants you to always be in control of the life that God gave you. Pledging your life to something that works against the church, entertains evil, or tries to wield supernatural power is not allowed. Here are a few more things that are not harmless. A Catholic may not use horoscopes or astrology. The time of year you were born does not influence your personality. It does not control how you act, and it is not the reason that you're angry all the time or that you always do X, Y, or Z. It's foolishness, and it needs to be confessed. When we do not feel in control of life, we grasp at anything to help us feel powerful. That is why so many people go to palm readers, psychics, tarot card readers, witches, and voodoo doctors. Voodoo witch doctors, rather. We are scared and we want to get revenge or feel some sort of control. We want to make sense of the world we live in, so we consort with practitioners of all kinds who claim to have power over nature, over people, over finances, and over life and death. We flip cards in the hope that they will tell us about the path of our life. We use Ouija boards to communicate with something greater than ourselves, and the demons are eager to talk back. Think back to the story of the Old Testament when the evil king Ahab goes to the witch and has her conjure the soul of the prophet Elijah. That is the sin of necromancy, contacting and speaking with the dead to gain power or knowledge over the future. We make shapes with sticks and utter incantations in Wiccan that claim to control things, all the while not knowing what evil we are opening ourselves up to you. Now you may think that I am being extreme. Good. For I am. This is important, and it affects where your soul will end up forever. Now, I want to tell you about St. Cyprian, who was born in the 200s and, as an infant, was consecrated to the devil by his parents. He spent his youth and young adulthood practicing Satanism and learning black magic, traveling around the world to become the premier sorcerer in all of the world. He practiced every vile sin, including human, infant, and child sacrifice. One day, a rich young man came to Cyprian and asked him to cast a spell to make a young woman fall in love with the merchant. Cyprian tried for weeks and was unsuccessful, so he conjured the devil and asked him why it wasn't working this time. The devil told him that this woman, who was a Christian, often marked herself with the sign of the cross. Therefore, the devil was powerless over her. Cyprian, hearing the devil admit that he wasn't as powerful as the god of the Christians, immediately, immediately wanted more power. He said to the devil, If there is one more powerful than you, I shall serve him. The next day, he brought all his books and tools for practicing magic and had the bishop burn them and baptize him. Cyprian eventually went on to become a priest, then a bishop, and then a martyr. He is the only former Satanist we mention in any Eucharistic prayer. We do not remember him for how evil he was, because we are familiar with the depths of human evil that the heart can come up with. Rather, we remember him for the beauty of his conversion and his desire to follow Christ fully. 
The gospel message today is about forgiveness. The beauty of forgiveness is that it breaks the ties of evil. Humility breaks the bonds of evil as well. Be humble enough to come confess. Break the ties that evil has on your family and start with yourself. We are to show mercy to others when they wrong us, but also, as important, is readily admitting to ourselves and others when we are wrong. If we are going to see a witch or practice any sort of Wiccan, witchcraft, Satanism, natural religions, crystals, consort with mediums, practice necromancy with Ouija boards, or try and manipulate natural and supernatural forces for our own gain, it is not allowed by the church, and we must confess it. If we have any statues, jewelry, prayers, images, clothing, or anything else used for spells or evil, bring it to the church and I will personally destroy it for you and help break the ties of evil on you and your family. This homily may be very boring to you if you do not have or do any of these things. And I say good. The sad news is that our brothers and sisters are willingly going over to evil thinking it is good. There is only one who is good, and that is Jesus. Furthermore, we each have a guardian angel to protect us. When was the last time you asked your angel for help? You want spirits to help you? Well, then direct the angel that has been assigned to you since the moment of your conception to help you avoid evil. You want to be more powerful? Ask your angel to inspire you when you should act in charity. It says in the readings today that our God is the Lord of both the living and the dead. While we are living, we shouldn't give our will over to things that do not satisfy and do not save. Our Lord is more powerful than any force or spirit out there. He lived and then died among us so that he might be both the Lord of the living and the dead. The command of the Lord is direct today. Sirach encourages us, forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then when you pray, your own sins will be forgiven. Think of the commandments, hate not your neighbor, remember the Most High's covenant, and overlook faults. We can turn to things that do not save and only destroy, or we can turn to the Lord and trust in his love for us. We must be very certain, though, anything we use during life, Santa Muerte, Santeria, Satanism, witchcraft, or Wicca, will only serve to condemn us when we stand before God if it is not confessed. Do not submit your will to something that is less than the supreme creator and master of the entire universe. We have already been set free from slavery to sin. Do not submit yourself willingly back under its power. Long live Christ the King.